Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello. Merry Christmas and welcome to Bretton Cliff's Flea Circus. My name is Christmas Cliff. Mistletoe and wine. Nice. And I'll just be ho, 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 Davidson. Okay, good. Yeah. There's no D, That's Christmas D's that you could be? Christmas D? Nah, nah. Decorations. Decor- Decoration Dec- man. <laughs> Mr. Decorations. <laughs> Mr. Decorations. That's, yeah, that's, that's like, what you're known as down the market, isn't it? So. <laughs> Julius Decorations. <laughs> I've seen it on the side of your van. Um, you all right? I am, mate. Yes, I'm, I'm all right. Yes, I'm good. I'm good. How about you? I'm all right. We had a week off for uh, reasons. Ooh, um, for reasons. My own reasons, of course. I almost chopped my thumb off. I haven't really talked to you about it, but it's it's fine. Yeah, well, you, you did tell us about it because it was like an incident, wasn't it? Another cliff incident. It was. That's a, what it, it was. was a classic. I had a lovely day off. Clint. Yes. Clint. <laughs> 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 I, had a, I had a lovely day off. I had a couple of beers. And when I say a couple of beers, I mean like two beers in the afternoon. Some uh-huh. food. Been me Christmas shopping. Went to see Ghostbusters Afterlife. Which I might tell yeah. you about in a bit. Um, right. And then on the night, I was just waiting for, I was full. I'd had some food when I went out and I was mm-hmm. just waiting for Jane to come in. And I thought, oh, she have got some uh, vegan burgers. She doesn't really eat a lot of meat now and all of that. So she had some vegan burgers. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, I'll get them out of the freezer. And they were stuck together. And I thought, you, yeah. I should try and get them apart. But obviously, I won't do that with a knife because I'm probably going to cut my hand off. And then uh-huh. after a couple of minutes, I went, well, I still haven't defrosted enough to pull them apart. But obviously, I'm not going to try and get them apart with a knife because uh-huh. I know exactly what will happen. Yeah. And after another two minutes, I went, I was going to try and get them apart with a knife. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, stabbed, and you stabbed yourself. Stabbed me hand and honestly uh-huh. thought the knife was coming out the other end of me, the other side of my hand. <laughs> it was fucking horrendous. And because I was in on my oh, own while the baby was asleep, Honestly, I, I like proper panics. I messaged you uh-huh. straight away. Um, but I just had me hand in my mouth. I probably drank about <laughs> I probably drank about a pint of blood in like 15 <laughs> minutes. And I was just hopping around, just like going, <laughs> like hopping around, thinking, I'm fucked, I'm fucked, my hands fucked, I've chopped my finger off, I can't speak to Brett, Jane's not here. I'm oh fucking hell, I've fucked everything up again. And I was just like, <laughs> Well, like running laps, 
And Jane came in and I was like, have a look at this. She went, yeah, that looks like you probably need stitches. You should go down to the, there's a little clinic downstairs where I've been for bits and pieces before. And uh-huh. uh, they just looked at it and went, yeah, you need to go to the hospital immediately. <laughs> um, there's a taxi outside, like the nearest one's this hospital, which is about 10 minutes away. And they, uh-huh. they dressed it, like put a bandage and stuff on and were like, just go now. You need to go now. So I went to the hospital and uh, I realized when I was in there, uh, there's a friend of ours runs the A&E for this hospital group. And every time anything happens, like Pearl's ill or I stabbed myself or something like that, (laughs) he always says, like, next time I see him, he's like, why didn't you just fucking ring us? Like, I I can give you some advice or talk you through it or, you know, I can I can help. and I was thinking, fucking hell, every time I end up in hospital thinking, why didn't I just ring him, like, see what he said? And as I thought that, he walked past. <laughs> uh, and I was like, fucking hell, brilliant. I was like, oh, Cyril, Cyril, he's a French guy. I was like, Cyril. And he was uh-huh. like, yeah. He was. What he you was, doing now? Well, he was, yeah, that. But also, he was with a guy that I assume later died. <laughs> uh, like, because I was in A&E, right? So there was this guy who was uh-huh. like yellow. And he had a defibrillator with him and he had loads of wires coming out of him and stuff. And I was like, That's not good. Oh, mate, mate. I've hurt, <laughs> I've hurt me. <laughs> so you 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 got him over for the far more important. Oh, he, operation, this guy wasn't was this guy. Hand. I'm joking. He wasn't dying. He wasn't in a good way. <laughs> but uh he was texting, you know, he was texting. He did you have wires what? coming out of him and he was uh did have a defibrillator Ethernet and all that. Cables. But uh he was texting. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the, the weird thing about that though is, is that uh, 20 years ago I did exactly the same thing when I had me flat, didn't I? Yeah. I've stabbed myself in the hand with uh-huh. the beef burgers as well. Burgers. Doing exactly the, doing exactly the same changed? thing. 20 years ago, I've done it with vegan burgers. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. I wouldn't you see I'm um much more of a man than you. I've stabbed myself with the actual beef burger. I think I was Legal. more annoyed that it was for a vegan burger. Exactly. I mean, it's not even worth it, is it? I was like, not oh, worth fuck's it. sake. But I didn't have to cook these fucking vegan burgers. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, exactly. all entirely my fault. Um, Did they have blood all over the burgers? Well, you know how Did you, you still get these vegan meat that, and it's like real blood comes out when you cook it. need a didn't need to pretend nah, this time. There you go, you see. <laughs> it was sudden with uh, <laughs> blood. <laughs> they reached yeah. reach their liquid limit. Uh, <laughs> uh, exactly. So anyway, this Did... guy, to be fair, he went, I'm going to have to go to the, ho- the other hospital with this guy that has the uh-huh. things because he's so serious. But uh, yeah. I'll be back. And in the meantime, I'll get them to sort you out. So fair enough. He did. I, I got sorted out straight away. I was like home within two hours of it happening and with stitches. Oh, yeah. Um, apparently it's doing all right, but I did. I missed all the ligaments and all of that shit. So it was a lucky escape, but I felt like a fucking idiot. It's, obviously, it uh, sounds like a very lucky escape. I, I think my um, it looks you've got a very small bandage on yours. I didn't even go to the uh, hospital or out for mine. I just, I just lived with it. I live with it. I've still got a scar. I know. Still got a scar on my hand. Aye. But Brett, why did you never? Uh, why did you never offer us any advice about the burger? <laughs> well, I, I didn't think I'd have to warn you in your forties. Maybe it's twenty years ago <laughs> when you're in your twenties, like when I did it. You know, but, but, I didn't think you'd be daft enough well, to I'm do prone, something like I'm that. Prone with... to bad luck. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you're prone to just stabbing yourself and, you know, just yeah, being very careful. How bottle of water you're swinging from? Four litres. Is it four litres? It's a one? Two litres, two litres, man. Why would you be doing that? You need to rehydrate so much? I've done just just being good before Christmas is all, my friend. That's all. So I can get tanked at Christmas. No drinking? So, not having a drink? No. I'm not having a drink, no, I'm I'm on the water like you. Oh, yeah. so, I'm not on the water. Well, you're either. not at the moment. You you were for the past couple of weeks. I'm on the IPs. The IPs, the iPads. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's Which good. according so to Bob was... Mortimer on the Athletico Mince podcast is scientifically proven to give you tits. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's true. I think that is true. <laughs> so what was the, the Ghostbusters like then? No spoilers, because I want to watch it. No, but, bit, but... Uh, I just... I think if anybody wants to get spoilers, they can find them. I genuinely didn't know much about what it was about. Um, I didn't realize it was quite so entwined with the original Ghostbusters. I thought it was just like well, I don't know anything nostalgia. about it, you see. So, well, I don't want to know. That's the thing. I just want well, to know. I won't tell it was you. Good. So basically, good. there's some young kids who have to move to a small town. In the small town, there's ghostly goings on, and it turns out that. Uh, one of the old Ghostbusters who's had retired there to try and fix all of this stuff, uh, and they find mm-hmm. his equipment and all of that. And that's about it. But because they're born in the nineties or two thousands, these kids they don't know who the Ghostbusters are. Anything about the Ghostbusters? Yeah. So that's the kind of everyone so knows who of, the Ghostbusters are. So it's kind are. of it, it's very stranger things apart from that. Well, that yeah. kids in it that I'm not a fan of. Um, Wolfhard. Yeah. Is that his name? Finn Wolfhard on. Yeah, he's in it. Uh-huh. The young lass who's in it, who's the younger sister, is very good. Uh, uh-huh. So the thing is, like, if you don't know anything about Ghostbusters, it's fine because that's the premise of the film. They don't know anything about the Ghostbusters and they have to watch it on YouTube right. and shit like that. And what they're watching uh-huh. is the Ghostbusters film, the original one. They go, no, oh, you don't know the Ghostbusters. Fucking have a look at this. And they watch it on YouTube yeah. and then they kind of find out about it. So yeah. if you don't know about it, you've got all of that. And if you our age or older and like Ghostbusters, all these little bits of the old one and these references to it, you're going to like all of that. So for me, I think it's really, really good. Very nostalgic. Uh, it felt quite Ghostbustery if you like the first one. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's mm-hmm. not a great, great film, but I, I definitely enjoyed yeah, it. it enjoyed it. a couple of hours in the cinema. Well, anyway, good. I've been rabbit on for ages. What about you? What have you been watching? Yeah, what did I watch? Oh, I watched a film uh, a couple of days ago with the wife, uh, Freaks. That's what I watched. Although, why she calls me testicles, that I've got no idea. <laughs> have, you, have you seen Freaks? What are you recording it for? Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, the old old one? Yes. I, no. I hadn't seen it before, you see. I have watched it. And I've it, heard... I've heard about it. Like it was good. It was really good. I watched the freaks. Um, I I went out for a, a curry with the with me dad. It was his birthday oh, yeah. this week as well. Uh, we went um to went Ocean Road, obviously, um the Tandoori International. And nice. I'll tell you something: the the pints have broke the five pound barrier mark, what the, which is not good. What the fuck? I know. I think it was five pound something of pint in there. Thank God for Witherspoons. Kingfisher. For Cobra. Cobra, that's what it was. 
Hang on a second. Five pound a pint? That, that is ridiculous. Well, that, what's, isn't it? what's the price of the set meal these days? $14.99. Who's fucking $7.99? Seven it was exactly $7.99. That's what it used to be. Not anymore. And five pound a pint. That's mental. So I uh, so, were a bit, uh, bit disappointed with the price. What did you get? But uh, Just me normal. Chicken tikka starter uh-huh. and a chicken madras. <laughs> of course. There you go. Do you remember that when I went once and uh, there was just two old blokes and they're like proper old Geordie blokes. I'm sure I've told you about it before. And they were pissed, obviously, because it was end of the night thing. But they were like older than like our dad's age, like back then. It would have been like 60 uh-huh. or something. Right. Uh, you know, the fellas, you know, those leather jackets that just get longer as they get older. Yes. <laughs> they just hang. Uh-huh. This, the pockets yeah. just hang a bit lower every year. <laughs> <laughs> and they go slightly brown. At the <laughs> it was like those fellas. So yeah. um, he went, uh, here, pet, come here. We got the last over. Uh-huh. He went, Can we have um, two uh, two runny curries, please? <laughs> runny curries. <laughs> that, was the runny only, curries. that was the only thing he asked. He didn't order the anything. Only the Just two runny curries, please. Chicken, <laughs> chicken. <laughs> runny curries. I'm, I'm afraid to delve into actually what he meant there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> So I, I used to love all of that when we used to go out there. It was good. I used to used to go out. I remember one mate used to go and order an omelet. <laughs> Michael Curley. <laughs> what you have? I did. I don't know. I'll, I'll just have the omelet. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> okay, now I forgot about that. <laughs> so to get in the Christmas spirit, Brett, we'll be watching some Christmas horror film. Well, a Christmas TV show, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, TV that, show, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's the Tales from the, the Crypt, which was mm-hmm. like, I kind of remember it from being a kid, um, like early 90s stuff. I think it started in 1989 or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so watched a Christmas one called And All Through the House, Yeah. which I've seen before, Yeah. but not. From Tales from the Crypt, I've saw an, an, an amicus uh, film called Tales from the Crypt, mm-hmm. which I, I love, which is brilliant. Yeah, um, so, so that's, I've, I've seen this story before. So this TV show, Tales from the Crypt, it's an American thing. I'm not sure it really made it in England. Like, I kind of yeah. recognise the artwork and the little... It's short stories, mm. isn't it, presented by, yeah. uh, like, an evil puppet. A crypt keeper. A crypt keeper. That's what it is. Yes. Uh, uh-huh. And they he introduces it uh, uh-huh. and then it's like these short TV movies about 20, 25 minutes or something like that. And this is mm-hmm. a Christmas one called An All Through the House, which is based yeah. on or actually just a remade version of, like you say, this amicus. Yeah. Uh, uh, one of your favourite things is these kind of anthologies in the amicus and Hammer World. Yeah, yeah. And Tales uh-huh. of the Crypt was one of them. 1972, was it? 1972, yes, uh, and it's really good. There's the Peter Cushing's in it as well, and one of the segments, and uh, it's one of his best performances as well. And the bit that he's in, okay. he's absolutely amazing. So I love, I love all the, the anthology stuff. Um, and there's another one as well from Amicus as well, which is based on like the AC comics, which these are as well, which is called okay. the Vault of Horror. So there's another one as well. But in the um, in the Amicus one, in the Amicus version of this. It's Joan Collins, isn't it? And, and she is one. fantastic. 
Yes, she is. She's <laughs> absolutely amazing. <laughs> what did you think of the girl in this one? Does she match up to Joan Collins? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, no I way. think she's probably louder than her, which is why overall feeling about this TV yeah. show is how loud she talks. She is. She talks to herself a lot more. There's a lot more like yeah, yeah. exposition. So Whereas it's quite the... good watching the two versions of it. But should we talk about like the 1989 one first? Like what? Or... Yeah, we'll talk about that one first. So the, the idea of both the stories is a greedy woman um, makes the mistake of murdering her husband while an escaped mental patient dressed as Santa Claus is on the loose. That's it, basically, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> It's so <laughs> stupid because really she's got the perfect fucking way out, but she just panics. Yeah. So she kills she just... her husband and then there's a killer on the loose. She could that's the perfect opportunity to mm-hmm. blame this murder on the on the crazed killer yeah. that's on the loose. But instead she's like, oh shit, if I ring the police, they're mm-hmm. gonna think that I've done it. <laughs> yeah, well, the, that's the difference between this one the 1989 version and the 1972 version. And in, in this one, in the newer one, um, she does kind of halfway through work that out. Do you know what I mean? That she yeah. can blame it on the Mad Santa. But um, more so on, in the 1972 one, Joan Collins is more like, I can't ring the police because I've just killed my husband. So yeah. it's like she's stuck type yeah. thing. Yeah. I prefer the older one, to I be honest. I prefer the older one by a mile. I think uh, uh-huh. the new one... Um, it's very lurid, isn't it? Aye. I mean, it, and some bits are, are like good for laughs. I mean, we should say that it's uh, Zemeckis as well who's yeah. directing this. I know, and the... Uh, the Dean Cundy. the director of photography. Yeah. Like, yeah. These are like legends and it's 1989, so they've done Back to the Future 1 and 2 by this point, I think, and you know all the other uh-huh. stuff that they've done as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so it, it looks really lewd. It's it's like they're trying the hand at a soap opera. Like it, it, it looks like they're trying to yeah. make it look like one of those American soap operas. Um, uh-huh. It's no, there's nothing subtle about it. There's nothing. Yeah. It's like it reminds me. It reminds me a bit of that nightmares and dreamscapes thing that we we'll watch the Stephen yes. King thing. It's, it's very got the similar. same tone, hasn't it? Yeah, it does. Do you know what I mean? Which is mad when one is like. What twenty five years after that, or something? <laughs> Fifteen <laughs> yeah. years after it. Um, mm. So yeah, so it's a bit weird. Like it has that kind of that sheen and that tone that I don't think you really get on UK telly, uh, but you obviously yeah. do on American telly. So who's uh-huh. the lady in it? Who's the woman? In in the newer one, yeah. she's she's in uh, loads of Zemeckis stuff. I think um, she's called Mary um, Ellen Trainer. Uh, she's, so she's been in um, The Goonies. She was the mother in The Goonies, I think. Okay. In Die Hard as well. And yeah. she's in the Lethal yeah, yeah, Weapons yeah. and stuff like that. So, yeah. I mean, she's in a, a lingerie for the start. <laughs> yeah. Which it's is, also, which it's is so over. much less subtle than the 1972 one as well, isn't it? That's, um, I think it, that's what it is. And it's, it's not as good because of that. Um, yeah. So basically, for some reason, she hates her husband. Yes. She like, but it starts and he's like, oh, it's Christmas. Are you going to get us a drink? And she's behind him. Oh, he's uh-huh. like, stoke. Oh, you need to stoke the fire. And Aye. she's got the 
poker. Poker. And all you can see is her behind him, like pointing it at his head. Then he's yeah. like, just stalk the fireman, will you? And she just fucking. Yeah. Well, in, in this in this version, the, the husband seems like a bit of a, a dickhead. Do you know what I mean? Um, and the other one, he, 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 he doesn't say much. So you don't I really get the, the indication that one, he is. There's, that's the difference in the first one is for a start, there's a lot slower build up. You see him mm-hmm. sitting down, opening the paper, getting a drink. Yeah. And then it's more about him. There's Christmas music playing, a very kind of old school festive music, mm-hmm. you know, like a Bing Crosby kind of thing. And it's a lot slower build up. And then he's like kind of nagging at his wife, isn't he? Like, well, where's my mm-hmm. drink? Why, like, you should have sorted this out by now, blah, blah, blah. Stoke the fire, yeah. you know. And are you deaf and all this kind of stuff? Yeah, and then Collins obviously is like, at the end of a tether, you can you can tell that after a minute of this show starting, of this part of that film. Um, and she whacks him over the head. Uh, and you can tell she's like snapped, and Christmas is took her to the point where she snapped. And then on the newer one, it's just straight in, she smacked him over the head with a poker and it's like straight into like the murder and what do I do now? Whereas like you haven't really had that build up, I think, like you do in the, yeah. in the original version. So it loses uh-huh. a bit because of that, I think. Yeah, I, I think I think so. I, I think um, as well, I mean, after she sort of, in the new one, after she whacks her husband and, and sort of says Merry Christmas, you bastard or whatever. Yeah. Doesn't she say something like that? Yeah. She's like straight on the, the phone to our, our new boyfriend. Yeah, well, this who's is got like, the next thing. I've done yeah. it. Who's <laughs> <laughs> got a terrible answering machine message? I'm out on the town. Just leave your measurements. Yeah. <laughs> what? Great message. Great message. Uh, and it, she's going like, I've done it, I've done it, I've done it. And stuff yeah, she like might that. as well go, I've murdered him. I've murdered my husband. Uh, uh-huh. Hi. The guy I'm having an affair with. Yeah. I've murdered my husband and I don't know what to do with the body, but just so you know, I've got the insurance papers in my hand and I'll be making that claim straight away. Can't wait yeah. to run away together. Uh, uh-huh. now, he, now he's gone because I've murdered him. Uh, I'll well, see that's, soon. that's the problem <laughs> as well with the newer one. It, it, there's no sort of thought about what she's doing and, and stuff like that. She does, like I've said, she does decide to blame it on. We should say we're getting a bit of ahead of ourselves. Well, after she's killed her husband, there's a, a radio announcement that a mental patient has escaped from the uh-huh. local mental hospital and he's dressed as Santa Claus. Yeah, and he's and dangerous, he especially up. to women. Yes, <laughs> especially to women. So, yeah, uh, the, the, tw- the difference with the, the newer one is she does try to blame it on this deranged Santa Claus or whatever, but she she doesn't she leaves fingerprints all over the place she's and terrible. stuff like that. Oh, she's made the she's phone got call. no thought That's about <laughs> exactly. She's made that phone call. Do you know what I mean? She's just she's just lumping herself. Kind of like it. got less. There's less sympathy for that lady because. She's the one yeah. having the affair at this point. In the first one, that's not the case, right? In the first one, yeah, you get the you idea get that. that you just like Joan Collins is fed up of her husband, uh-huh. who's a horrible guy, and she's snapped. Yeah. And now she's in a bad situation. That's made uh-huh. even worse because there's a killer on the loose that's come to her door. In the second, and that, one, that gets us stuck where she can't ring the police. Do you yeah. know what I mean? She, yeah. yeah, about the 
the, you know, the mental patient escaping. She's put herself in this position and she can't get out of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, also, so I love this one, there's a little girl upstairs who, so in, yes. the, in the 1972 one, it's very quiet because mm-hmm. the little girl's upstairs and she doesn't want to wake the girl up and see her dead dad lying in the pool in the new one, the woman is screaming all the way through, yet somehow uh-huh. the last doesn't wake up. <laughs> like it's, it's just, it's yeah. like so many parts of it that are like, you've got to suspend your belief for it. Maybe oh, if I hadn't right, watched I... the other one first, I, I wouldn't have like thought all of that stuff, but I was kind yeah, of maybe. comparing it. But I probably mm-hmm. would because I'm not daft. Um, <laughs> Although you did slice your hand open trying to get two beef burgers apart. I know, but Didn't I worked you? out what was happening in Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't. I didn't. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, and I mean, John Collins is just amazing in the in the. Yeah, so I think that's, that's another main difference. Like John Collins just has a real air of class, but even just what she's wearing and like the look and feel yeah. of the house and her outfit yeah. and everything mm-hmm. is just. It just it's a lot classier, I think. Even though Amicus isn't a classic, I think it is. You know, it's not like a real high end film that's being made. No, no. But it just uh-huh. all of it adds a bit more class to the the idea of what's going on, um, and it's just less obviously violent and stuff. Like it's much more about the threat uh-huh. of the guy that might be outside and what you're going to do if anybody mm-hmm. finds this out. Whereas the newer one is just blood screaming gore there's a killer he's horrible he's going to attack her he's dragging her she smacked him over the head she's getting Uh away he's walking up she's hit him again he's walking up it's it's like slapstick isn't it as well you can tell like she's she's trying to get a gun which is her husband's gun or whatever and she locks herself in the cupboard, like in the comedy thing of, of pulling off the door handle. Yeah, yeah. Like, why, why would that happen? <laughs> it's just stuffed, isn't it? Yeah, it's daft. And also, that doesn't really make much difference. Because she was like, oh, now I've knocked the gun on the floor and the door handle's come off. I'm like, that doesn't stop you from picking the gun up. It's just on the floor, uh-huh. right next to you. Right. <laughs> At this point, the kid's walk, walking up as well, and uh, the kid's trying to pull Santa Claus up through the window. That's not going to work. <laughs> the kid, the, the kid's going to fall out the window, break a neck. Yeah, because obviously, obviously the kid sees the guy in the Santa Claus it's, it's outfit. Santa. Yeah, exactly. Even though he's got no teeth. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's the buddy of Darkman as well, the, yeah, the, the yeah. Santa and the New York one, isn't he? Yeah. Who's... Uh, yeah, I remember him from that. So I think they try and make that guy look like the one in the older version. Um, but it's a uh-huh. very stereotypical, like crazed mental patient yeah. look, isn't it? He's um, just kind of like laughing and you know, and stuff yeah, like that in a horrible so way. One dimensional. Um, it is uh, but also at the beginning, she slices his face with a screwdriver or something. It's it's an icicle. She sliced his face with an icicle. She gives him like a Chelsea <laughs> smile, right? It's yeah. like, but then next time you see him, that's gone, and it's just like a cut on his cheek. <laughs> Aye, I know. It, it's it's a bit 
it's not the best, like, from Zemeckis, is it? You would think, like, it, it, I mean, because the people behind the scenes and stuff like that, like Dean Cundy and stuff, are, are amazing, aren't they? I know, it's weird. Absolutely like, brilliant. Just it, it just feels like they've done it for a laugh, but they haven't Aye. even really put any effort in. It feels like mm-hmm. they could do this 20-minute little film, uh-huh. and it's fun for them because it's not a two-hour feature film, and they yeah. could, you know, have a little bit of fun with it. But mm-hmm. I feel like they've done it and then go, oh, actually, I can't be asked. <laughs> like, it's, just, <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> like, yeah. just, they I feel like they could have made it like the greatest 20 minutes of TV, of, of crap TV yeah. ever. But instead, uh-huh. they've just made it. it. It might as well have been the usual job and director on it or whoever it is yeah. that does it every week. I mean, they must have, they must have, uh, I mean, the AC Comics stuff is, is massive in America. I mean, it okay. influenced like Stephen King and stuff like that. Yeah, okay, I, do I, I, mean, like, I don't know it. I don't know. Yeah, a lot of his, like, Creep Show. Have you ever heard of Creep Show? Mm-hmm. That's, that's very much sort of based on the AC Comics stuff. And a lot of these short stories are, are very much like them and stuff like that. Okay. Um, I think they got like banned after the war. There was like this fear that uh, comics were corrupting children's minds and stuff like that um so like a lot of the ac comics kind of stopped after the war type thing because you know people were, were worried that the kids would be corrupted which is why wonder woman was like doing housework and shit like that okay. in the comics which is much better obviously isn't it for kids <laughs> so uh, it's like massive it's massive in america um, and but I, I much prefer the the 1972 film as a whole and the Vault of Horror one as well. Um, I think they they're much better. And certainly the, this segment, if you compare the two, do you know what I mean? Even with the the money behind this 20 minutes and like yeah. the talent and stuff like that, the the English one, which because it pretty much is an English one, is mm. better, isn't it? It's those better, like the like the look of it, the style of it's better, which is just the age of that. That's mm-hmm. nothing to do with like a conscious decision, but it just looks better, I think, because it's the early yeah. 70s. The outfits are better, the hair's mm-hmm. better, Joan Collins is better. Like it's but it has the proper air of a horror yeah. film about it, even it though does, nothing eh? like she kills her husband, so she's the buddy immediately, but you see that uh-huh. he's a bit of a dick. And then she's in this impossible position. And instead of people banging each other over the head with fucking logs and shit like that over and over again, it's like this, it's just more of a, she yeah. knows the guys out there and trying to get in and she can't do anything uh-huh. about it, which is a very difficult position. Right. So it adds uh-huh. a lot, a lot more kind of that dread to it and the suspense to it. It does. Uh, and also I think the crypt keep our thing at the start. It's like, it's too, it's like tongue-in-cheek kind of jokey kind of stuff, isn't I mean, it? It's and, stupid. It's stupid. And in the film, it's the Crypt Keeper's just a bloke, like a just an, an old bloke. Ralph Richardson, it is, who's okay. in the 1972 film. So that's uh, like much better. For okay. I mean, it's like more gravitas as well. So it, if you're going to watch it, I'd watch the whole uh, 1972 Tales from the Crypt, like us, especially the Peter Cushion bit. It's just amazing. Well, the clip, that one. clips of both of them are on YouTube, aren't they? But obviously, the whole yeah. film and stuff are out there. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it only it only takes about forty minutes to watch both of them. If you, anybody wants to watch one versus that the doesn't other, take I think long. it's worth it. But um, yeah, yeah, I made us, didn't make us want to watch Tales from the Crypt again, but it did make uh-huh. us think that 
the yeah. Tales from the Crypt film is probably it really is. Watch a bit it, more it's excellent. Was, it's it, excellent. was this like the only Christmas bit in that thing? It's what? the only Christmas bit in that. Yes, it's not a, a Christmassy film or anything like that. Okay. Totally different segments and, and things. So, so yeah, it's, a, it's it's very different. This is the only Christmassy bit. I mean, going back to the Tales from the Crypt sort of TV show. The, the stars that they had it's like amazing like Brad Pitt in one and mental stuff like that you know what I okay. mean right. so they, they, they attracted like loads of different actors but again doesn't like uh, like you just said there it doesn't really make you want to watch anymore to be honest oh, I get <laughs> but definitely watch like, the film I think well, I get why it's kind of cult among proper horror nerds or horror fans you know there's mm-hmm. quite a lot of people that follow us on Twitter that are like American horror yeah. fans and when i look through like what they're tweeting about it's that kind of thing and the that that thing that creep show that you mentioned before crops up quite a lot mm-hmm. um so they're obviously fans of it all out there fair enough but i don't think i really got it maybe it's an american thing i don't know maybe it is maybe it is but like that like i say a bit like that nightmares and dreamscapes thing yeah. do you know what i mean a very similar sort of tone and sort of a vibe that i got from it i think which yeah, I agree. It's very American. So do you want to talk about uh, more uh, crap or Christmas horror films? Last week, yes, before I went off on me uh, on me hospital visit. Before you chopped off your hand. I told you to just research some Christmas horror films. because. And of course I didn't. Okay, well, this is going to be an absolutely terrible quiz then. Because at five o'clock today, I was like, oh, I did a quiz last week. I don't need to do another one. And then I, uh-huh. all I wrote down was quiz. And I realized what I'd done was wanting uh-huh. to do it on the spot. <laughs> and, <laughs> right. So, so you I- just wrote the word quiz down. Yeah. You? So my idea was I was going to read out the uh, description of some Christmas horror uh-huh. films from IMDb. Okay. And you can yes. tell us what the name of the film was. All right. Go on then. I'll give it a go. So I think what I said was. Just Google IMDb's or go on IMDb. And no, you didn't. Horror movies. All you did, you just said research Christmas horror films. On IMDb. That's what you said. Okay. No, you didn't mention so, IMDb. Okay, this 2011 film. Yes. Is this is its description? United mm-hmm. by terrifying and bizarre circumstances, the janitor, the drunk, the bartender, the cop, his perp and the student security guard must fight to undo the professor's work. That doesn't sound very Christmassy, does it? Are you sure you're looking at Christmas films here? Oh, well, it's got Christmas <laughs> in the name of the title. A dark force is at work in the lab this Christmas, and this unconventional band of heroes are the only hope the world has against an army of living corpses that are quickly recruiting new members the undead have been given the gift of life and it's up to the janitor to take it back at Christmas. <laughs> well, <laughs> I've, I've got no idea of that one. Like, I'd certainly, that hasn't... That's it. As the Americans say, that's not in my wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a film called um, A Cadaver Christmas. And it's a cadaver, right, well, like, the... a cadaver Christmas. Can you you pick some like ones that people have actually heard of instead of like things that might rock up on the horror channel at like <laughs> three o'clock in the morning? 
Okay. Kadabba Christmas. You Jesus. Might, you might know this one then. Come on, let's Go see. Go on then. This one's got only a 5.4 score. score. Um, a man inherits a mansion which once was a mental home. He visits the place and begins to investigate some crimes that happened in old times, scaring the people living in the region. <laughs> the region. <laughs> the the region. <laughs> quite wide, quite wide region, not the town. <laughs> the region, and that's from nineteen. It's a nineteen seventy-two film, and it's definitely it had is. a lot of uh, sequels and shit like that. Is it? Uh, is, I'll guess Black Christmas. Is it Black, Black Christmas? It's not no. Black Christmas. Who's in it? Who directed it? Theodore Gershuni. Fuck off. I don't know. Patrick O'Neill is the main guy in it. Right, I'm gonna. I've got no idea with that one. I don't think anybody. Tell us, tell us what it is. It is Silent Night, Bloody Night. Oh, I've heard of Silent Night, Deadly Night. That's what I thought. But it now, was. right, yeah. I'll, I'm right back at you here. I'm gonna pick one that people might actually know. A boy, <laughs> a boy who's ha- who has had a bad Christmas. Accidentally summons a festive demon to his family home. What do you think that one is? Uh, is it Krampus? You see, well done. You actually pick one that you know you might get. So there well, here's you go. one that I've seen. This one from 2012. Oh, go on, then. The police uh-huh. force of a remote midwestern town search for a killer Santa Claus who is picking off citizens on Christmas Eve. Scores Malcolm McDowell, Jamie King, Donald Logue. No, I don't know that one. It's called Silent. Tell Night, us. And it's an evil Santa Claus. It's, it's an quite, evil Santa Claus. Quite good, Claus. actually. I'll... Malcolm McDowell is this evil Santa Claus, <laughs> eh? Right, I'll I'll read one for you, which I think you might get because people might have heard of this one as well. In the depths of ooh, of, of the Kravatari Mountains, four eight six meters deep, lies the closest ever guarded secret of Christmas. The time has come to dig it up. This Christmas, everyone will believe in Santa Claus. <laughs> I don't know what that is. You don't know what that one is? No. That one's rare exports. What's that? Where... I've never heard. <laughs> Have you not heard of that before? Where the um the fine Santa Claus, right? Frozen and they dig him up or whatever, and he's like evil. It's like an Icelandic film. Oh, really? Oh, that sounds quite good. Uh, yeah. It, he has another one for you then. Go on then. From 2011. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a group of students at a liberal art college in Minneapolis. Oh, right. <laughs> Very liberal, is it? Faced <laughs> with expulsion if their final papers in philosophy class are not satisfactory. <laughs> As a result, the inept group of friends decide to experiment with a series of illicit drugs in an effort Ooh. to expand their cognitive horizons and help mm. them better understand some of the mind-bending concepts of the course. Each is taken on a different adventure as the students begin to realise how severely they've underestimated the effects of the drug. I've got no idea what this is going to do with Christmas. Nah. Is it uh, is it called Magic Mushroom Advent Calendar? 
No, it, it's called Potpourri. <laughs> oh, I hate pot, Potpourri. Potpourri? <laughs> it's, we call it Potpourri. Well, I think it's, oh, a, I think that, it's an what outlier. That What's that got to do with Christmas? I, don't know, I think it's an outlier on this list. <laughs> got absolutely nothing to do with Christmas at all, has it? <laughs> Do you think um, there's not enough Christmas horror films, Cliff? I think, think there's there not enough good ones. I think there's fucking loads of them by yeah, the list. Exactly. Black <laughs> Christmas. Black Christmas is good. I've never seen that. What about yeah, this one? And how, uh, here we go. On the way to Daphne's relative's condominium, the mystery and gang detours through the town of Winter Hollow, where the vengeful headless snowman has destroyed the, crown, the town's Christmas spirit. Oh, it's got to be Scoobs, hasn't it? It's got to be Scoobs, that one. What do you think? Scooby Doo and the Yeti. <laughs> the Christmas Yeti. No, it's Christmas called, Yeti. It's just called a Scooby Doo Christmas. Didn't put much thought into that, did they? <laughs> nah. Well, yeah. What's this from 2015? It's Christmas Eve, and an ebriated dad brings home to the adolescent to his adolescent son a gift he hopes will mend their faltering relationship. A fuka, a devilish and disgusting creature <laughs> that, turns, oh, that in turn wreaks havoc on their lives. Just sounds like the gremlins. This ripped off the gremlins. This isn't it. The film is called Scary Little Fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> it? It's got Robert De Niro and Ben Stiller in it. <laughs> <laughs> Scary Christmas fuckers. That's what it's called. <laughs> I mean, fucking hell. This list is shocking. Yeah. Somebody go and make a good Christmas horror film. Like, it's crazy. Well, Gremlins out. is a Christmas film, isn't it? It is. So, Gremlins is great, isn't it? Grem- Gremlins is great. Film. Like, that's why I wear my Gremlins jumper. Yeah, you've got a Gremlins jumper on. So, that's a Christmas film. Do you think Die Hard's a Christmas film? It's always getting talked about in it, but. Um... Mm. Yeah, I mean, I it's think... not a horror, is it? But it's, I think it is a Christmas film, I think. I think it anything is. set at Christmas is a Christmas film, isn't it? Really? Uh, well, yeah, as long as Christmas plays a part in the story, then yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. So. Uh huh, I think so too. I, I agree. But the people definitely need to make a good day, uh, a good Christmas horror. But the uh, inside number nine did one like a Krampus thing, like a found footage well, they, type they of did thing, didn't they? That was good. Footage of a TV show, a seventies yeah, TV it, show making a Krampus film, but that's was, right. Like, it was like footage. a snuff film or something. Yeah, yeah that they were making. That was the it. twist. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was like, good. Like many inside number nine shows, not funny. <laughs> no, but good though. But good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, mean, they are, funny, they all... I don't know if they're meant to be funny. Are, I don't think yes. it fulfills its brief, but most of <laughs> they are good. I mean, you can't get uh, funnier than Pat Lazaro, but they're not allowed to do that anymore. They're... Oh, they're also not going to get funnier than uh, him dress, dressing up as Tina Turner and singing, <laughs> <laughs> which is one of the funniest things I've ever seen, but I don't think <laughs> it's allowed anymore. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Not allowed. Not allowed. So there you go. Anyway. Well, I, I, hopefully you've exhausted the Christmas horrors now, have you? No, I mean, I read about 10 out from about 50 on that list. <laughs> they all mm-hmm. seem shocking. Um, so anyway, uh, so, all right, I've, we're in the Christmas spirit. 
Uh, we are fun. indeed. Yes, we are indeed. What what we're going to do next week? I found a chasm day of Christmas on uh, YouTube. If you fancy doing that, a telly show <laughs> or like a special. Aye, a hundred percent. Let's do that. <laughs> I don't know what it's like. I, just I don't care. Well, it'll be fucking brilliant, Chaz and Dave. <laughs> well, there you go. I hope it's set in a pretend pub. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> it's a TV set rather than just going to a pub. They've made yeah. a pretend pub in a TV studio <laughs> where uh-huh. they can play their Christmas songs and people can have a prop my knees up. Like, uh, exactly. what could be bad? Let's do it. Just send us the link. I'm absolutely uh-huh. behind that 100%. Good. Uh, but to get us in the Christmas music spirit, we've got mm-hmm. a little Christmas song by our friends, the Mariners. We we'll have indeed, yes, sir. Uh-huh. It's one a cover of, of a shaky old town time classic. Old town, the old yes, town, old time classic. classic. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, "Merry Christmas, Everyone" by Shaky mm-hmm. Stevens by the Mariners, it and it's very uh-huh. good. So hope you enjoy it. Have a Merry Christmas. <laughs> It's Christmas! Merry Christmas! So we'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you've enjoyed it, everyone. Thanks for listening. Snow is falling all around me. Children playing, having fun. It's a season love and understanding. Merry Christmas, everyone.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.